0: What's happening? What's happening? How's it going? What's happening? <laughs> Man. Ooh. What's happening? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I
1: like that. I like that. Love them on Cribs. Dude, I like that, too. <laughs> I like, I, my favorite thing about Cribs is when they try to make their fancy things seem, their unfancy things seem fancy. <laughs> you know, like, look in the, in the fridge and they have, like, powdered water and they're like, this is my crystal light. <laughs> you ever see that?
0: dave chappelle skit making fun of I you have, i have so i good. sprinkle dimes on everything <laughs> because it's baller and it makes my dookie twinkle
1: <laughs> he ripped on everybody Gosh, well Lord good to dave. see you you too you've been doing well? doing well doing well well man you look good you look good i like your haircut Thank yeah, i you, saw you i saw it. it makes you look slimmer you look good
0: <laughs> well I, I gotta say this and i'm not gonna mention the number but you know i told you about you know trying to lose some weight yeah i've done considerably well i've held myself accountable um I went to the doctor the other day. Mm-hmm. I had a regular scheduled doctor right. visit.
1: Do Did you go see your pediatrician like we were talking about? No, I, oh, I had to get to do real doctor. Sleep medicine actually. Oh.
0: And gout. I had to get my gout refilled.
1: They give uh, you black cherry concentrate? No, but I used to take it. Okay.
0: Oh, it's so nasty. It's syrupy. It's like yeah. drinking apple cider
1: vinegar. Just give me gout. But no, uh, gout sucks. I'm joking. But uh,
0: <laughs> you know, you have to do the pre stuff where you get you have to weigh and you do you know you get your blood pressure and all that.
1: Yeah. They make you turn your head and cough? No. Okay. Good.
0: They did not. I did have to give them sample though.
1: But, uh, Business or personal? <laughs> 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 the first pause ever in history. <laughs> <laughs> <That laughs> anyway, tell about your doctor visit. That was, a ghost, that was a <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 quote. Did you get a specimen from the young man? Business or personal? <laughs> My, uh, our guy Steve. you got me thinking about Al Cole when he makes him take the drug
0: <laughs> test and the guy brings back a turd in the urine.
1: <laughs> our guy Stephen Chris is going to like that Gus Busters 2 reference for sure. But, but anyway. anyhow,
0: uh, no, I told her, I said, look, man, before you say anything, I know I got a way. I'm going to turn my back. I don't want you to say the number. Don't tell me anything. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to keep up with numbers. I don't want to pat on the back because then I'll slack up. I don't want discouragement because then I'll slack up. So I just want to keep going with the process, feel better. I look a little better. My face is thinning a little bit. So anyway,
1: has that black book got a few more numbers in it? Or are you still? No, nah, it's still oh, okay.
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I, I visit with my doctor. I get all my meds. I'm in there twenty minutes. When I get out, she gives me my scripts to go to Walgreens to fill them, and my two sheets from the visit. I look at the second there. sheet, and there was my weight oh, right man. there. Now, okay. Let me say this: I'm not going to say it, but I was blown away with how good it was. It's awesome. So. Hopefully, I won't have to see her for three months. Hopefully, the next one I get, well, I'll know now. So, hey, yeah. don't give me that bottom sheet.
1: Well, here's here's how here's how I've learned that I have lost some weight. I can uh, tell you, well, I appreciate I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I told Shave you, that beard I do. I and take off 10 nah, man, I, I got to keep. It fits you so well. I have to keep the beard from a Halloween costume.
0: Don't tell me that. I'm, that's a that's a little foreshadowing.
1: It is. Way, well, folks. I actually got to have the mustache. We'll just say that. And I don't want to look like a weirdo uh, with just a mustache. So I keep the beard oh, until Mac I Mac just
0: sh- figured it out. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. You tried. <laughs> <laughs> You rascal. Yeah, one year I went, as a, I went as Norm from Cheers, and it was <laughs> awesome. It was so good. I had curly hair, and I had an, a tie that was loose and a sport coat and a dress shirt, and I carried around a 40-something uh, ounce beer stein all night. <laughs> it was full all night long. The, I mean, oh, it's weird how that works, yeah. right? <laughs> but it was,
0: folks, <laughs> folks of you that don't know Brian, he DJ's well. He throws parties well. But man, this guy really can get into the theme of whatever it is you're. Doing I get in full party. character. If, if if you're throwing a themed party, Brian will be the life of
1: it. I am. I no will be the life of it. it. But the <laughs> reason I, I know I've lost a few lbs, um, you know, I work for Blue Delta and we make custom pants. And I've been wearing, uh, you know, blue jeans for years now. The same same pattern. I need to get my mended. You by do. The way. Yeah. Yeah. For I sure. Need. We can do a little mending. But I wear the same pattern. And uh, I had to get some new jeans the other day, and they remeasured me and think your things a little smaller, nice. so that's a good. Then that, you point. know, yeah, when it's coming out of the waste,
0: you know, yeah. And we just both had a sugar-free blueberry coffee from uh,
1: compliments Strange of our Brew. unofficial sponsor, Sponsored. Strange Brew Coffee. They fuel us for our podcast and the the scoreboard show. They do. We every kn- week, just about. McKinley goes through the draft, through, and I go right behind him, heckling the, the whole way. So <laughs> I hit the curb last Friday.
0: So yeah, if you're get, one of the teen girls that laughed at me, shame
1: on you. If you're one of the teen girls that laughed at him. <laughs> Congrats. You're not the only person laughing at McKinley. <laughs> anyway, well, man, we've had a lot of stuff going on in the area. Uh, we got a few things to, some, uh, I guess you would say, housekeeping-wise to speak yeah. about in sports. I love our housekeeping um, I love the housekeeping thing in sports. Uh, we like to touch on the non-high school sports going on in the area. So let's go ahead and say this. Uh, the NFL is rocking and rolling, and we're about a, a third of the way through. Getting close to yeah. know, that, that third of the, the third. The almost, I guess, week six. Yeah. Um. Give me some observations.
0: Oh, well, let's talk about the top first. <laughs> Pats are the Pats. The Pats are the Pats. They're pets. doing what they do. And they're gonna be tough down the stretch. They got a meeting with the Chiefs in about five, six weeks. Yeah. Could be the same way as last year.
1: The way you said that, I thought they like had a real meeting. Like they're Yeah, they're they're gonna
0: meet in and broken <laughs> arrow with Oklahoma. the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> the head chiefs. Yeah.
1: Making sure everything's kosher. Uh but it's a rumor that I've been kind of hearing true is Gronk coming back. Who? Gronk. I hope not, because I dropped him yesterday. I've been hearing second half of the season kind of thing. Well, I just saw this,
0: and this is why I dropped him on my fantasy team. I'm not going to talk about my fantasy team, but yeah. I had him on there kind of in hopes of the same thing. Comes back week 10 or so. Gives me a push for my playoff. I didn't mm-hmm. have a strong tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I dropped him because I've got a bye week for a running back, and I needed somebody. So I dropped Gronk, but I looked at his little player bubble yeah, news thing, and it said he just actually joined Fox's uh, Sunday broadcast team. Okay. So it looks like – He's probably going to sit the rest of the year, call the games, and then I bet you we'll
1: see him in 2020. We'll probably see him in 2020. Interesting note about the Patriots. This is uh, Tom Brady's – this year is his lowest QBR in his in his career. It's like 62.9. Yeah. Uh, they've been – you know, the way the sports science is awesome. Oh, Little yeah. zips off his ball. He's never yeah. had a great arm, but he's no. always been able to get it there. Yeah. Little zips off his ball. Um, it would be interesting to see how Coach Belichick utilizes the running game. Yeah. And there's also been a resurgence from former Ole Miss Rebel Brandon Bolden. Yeah. I think he scored in two of the last three weeks. Goal line thief. Yeah. He he steals all the touchdowns, and he caught a pass the other day, like a wheel route touchdown. So uh, I like the Pats. Also, another big surprise at the top, the Niners. Dude, I wanted to talk about the
0: NFC a little bit. I mean, you know, the AFC is pretty clear cut. Yeah. We know the Pats are good. We know the Chiefs are good. I would not be shocked if we said two undefeated
1: teams in the NFL, right? The Chiefs lost the other day. Well, no, I was talking about Pats and Niners. Oh, Pats and Niners, yes. Pats and Niners, yeah. But
0: the Niners, man. I watched him play on Monday Night Football. Let's just say I had a
1: wager on the game. This is going to segue into our next point, too.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, and, I just – man, I kind of read the tea leaves coming off a bye week against the Browns who were so up and down.
1: Which is also a bye week right now. If you're yeah. The Browns. You.
0: And, I, man, I'm telling you, I watched – that they just imposed their will offensively on the ground. They did. With a – with a group of guys that really nobody wanted. He was undrafted. Rita, undrafted. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah, Tevin un- Coleman. They're just. They're just. They're getting behind that big bully. I love line. the tight end. And Jimmy Garoppolo. Is doing exactly what Tom Brady did early in his career, which is manage the game and not turn the ball Spreads
1: over. Spreads it around evenly. You yep. know what I mean? Like they not, don't have a go to receiver, nope. yep. Debo Samuel, Marquise Goodwin. One. Good one uh yeah. but
0: their defense. And this was I heard this on the broadcast, it was so good. Booger said this. He said, You know, I was talking with a defensive coordinator the other day, and he said their style defensively is they're gonna get after your quarterback and they're gonna trample the run on their way. How cool is that? That's so terrifying. So in other words, they are practically run blitzing every snap, and I watched it because I was listening to his analysis of it. Their linemen, their 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 front seven, mm-hmm. they all get in track stance. So you know, uh, like if you're running the ball, you better hope you find the hole because if you don't, they're hitting catching. all those gaps. They're hitting every one of them. So you got to attack the Niners different. Going to be interesting. They got a meeting with the Saints right about when Drew Brees comes back. He's been
1: throwing, by the way.
0: And speaking of which, Teddy prob- Bridgewater had a phenomenal day the other day. Teddy B! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Not confused with Teddy Pindles.
1: I know, that's what I always, <laughs> I always think like the original Kings. Teddy don't think you listening. He'll holler at you, turn him off! <laughs> 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 but I'm proud of Teddy. You know, he had that catastrophic Me leg Me too, injury. man. He almost had his leg amputated. And that's how bad it was. And now he's back, and
0: he's bridging yeah. the gap for Drew Brees. He may parlay this into Is a... Is that a
1: pun there? Bridging the gap? Maybe a little bit. I like that. But...
0: He, uh, he may parlay this into another job somewhere, man. And if he doesn't, he's still the highest-paid backup quarterback in the NFL. i
1: tell you what he's going to be really good at one day. Talking on television. Oh, he's gonna man. He's going to be so good in that booth, Unreal. man. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. I wish they would ask him the same question they're asking to Sean Watson. Oh, you know what I mean? me I mean. too. And by the way, quit asking him that. Yeah, Seriously. It's, it's, nobody cares. Right? No. And I'm going to tell you right now, the teams that he's narking on are pissed. And that's another thing. His coaching staff is pissed. Yeah. Giving away our secrets. Like, they're probably yeah, man, saying –
0: Don't say nothing. Hey. Bill, Bill O'Brien's like, dude, you got to chill. Yeah, huh?
1: like, yeah. Don't ask him that question again. He been dogged real.
0: out the Panthers the other day. Yeah. You know, and then, of course, the week before he was like – well, they didn't you know, he broke it down. And that was cool because the reporter was trying to get snarky a little bit. Right. But at this point it's like, hey, dude, shut up because what's going to happen is you're going to say this about somebody and they're missing two or three guys on defense they're going to see in week 14 – and they're going to get after
1: you. Wait till you play Nick Bosa in the Niners sometime. and He comes out there <laughs> you and, don't want any part and he of that goes right out there now. and says, well, let me tell you what I know about Deshaun Watson. Yeah. <laughs> and they totally dissect him. Like he's you. scared to death. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's cool that they ask him that once, but stop it. Yeah. I don't I don't need armchair quarterback yeah, with Deshaun yeah, Watson. Same, same thing every week. Yeah.
0: Uh, on the low end, I'll tell you one thing, I am a team I am excited for because I like this guy, the Jets. I think they get Sam Darnold back this week. He's kind of the, a guy that I want to keep following because I felt like last year toward the end of the year, he really started to figure out. I think he's going to wind up being the best quarterback in that draft class.
1: And he got mono, so you know he knows how to party. So, I'm down, sure. I'm sound with Sam Darnold.
0: <laughs> he didn't get it from a dog. Either. No. <laughs> Not as the quarterback in New York. Yeah. Uh, but on the other low end of the spectrum, a guy that I need to dog out. I just need to. Baker Mayfield, it's time to put up or shut up for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. I'm, you don't see Kyler Murray going and popping off at of the mouth, and I know that the Cardinals are 0-5 right now. doesn't matter, though. But he's doing things the right way. You can't. Let me say this about the NFL. In college, you can get away with being the best player on the field, running your mouth, backing it up a little bit you, because you got guys around you and you're better than everybody. Yeah, you is.
1: run your mouth at Oklahoma.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't run your mouth at Flag York Tech. football they
1: play out there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: But in the NFL, you have got to be able to adapt at some point and say, "Look, man, I can't just be me." And still do what the NFL wants. I've got to change up the way I act. I've got to change up the way I listen to my coaching staff. Freddie Kitchens is not going to put up with this for very long. I can I can assure you. No, he, he had the worst statistical game that a quarterbacks had in two years. Yeah, no, I not do- named Nathan Peterman. Yeah, I had
1: I oh Peterman. That's the, I keep thinking John Green. Five interceptions last year for the uh, Browns. I adopted the Browns as my. So NFL football right. team and man, excuse my language, but I'll be damned if I didn't pick a bad year to adopt the Browns. I thought they were don't on the you
0: readopt somebody in twenty twenty.
1: Well, I'm, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fire the Browns. But I I used to root for the Rams. I was dating a lady and she was from LA and we'd been together for a while and I was like, you know what? We're gonna do this whole LA thing, we're gonna give us yeah. a reason to go out there and then you know, she went back to LA and then I've Sworn off L.A. Done with the Rams <laughs> so I said, where can I root for a team that none of my friends root for, that have somebody exciting, that maybe kind of give me something, have some cool colors. Son-
0: signed OBJ. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I was saying. They signed OBJ. They tub. had Baker.
1: Uh, got a cool color scheme for a T-shirt, jerseys. And they come to Tennessee every so often, so I go watch yeah. them play. Man, bad choice. Ooh. Man, that has been bad. I can
0: tell you, a good choice. My buddy Will Klein, three years ago, before my was even drafted, he said, I want to pick a team that's in a small market that I can root for. And he literally pulled out of a hat and got the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And now he's got jerseys. And oh, every no. Sunday, there, Tyreek Hill <laughs> and his wife's wearing them all. jersey, so
1: cool. man. That's cool, man. Yeah, uh, Baker, I mean, a little bit of sophomore slump. Yeah. But I don't, I'll don't. be honest with you, I don't think it's sophomore slump. I think it's karma.
0: And it's a mental slump. Uh-huh. I think, I th- I think he, it's – The NFL has caught up with him faster than he thought, and he's not willing to adapt. And if you don't adapt in the NFL, you die.
1: And I'll say this, too. They're not helping him right now because they not really blocking real well. No. And one thing Freddie Kitchens needs to get on his mind and on his grind is what like a little checkdown pass, some screens, uh, something out of the backfield. Because trying to gun it downfield when you can't block for more than a half second is not going to cut it.
0: And what's going to happen is he's going to get Nick Chubb hurt by about week ten. <laughs> yeah. And he's the be- right now Nick Chubb's the best player on the roster, even though they're paying absolutely ten other guys more than him. Defensively, not bad. Spent some number, you know, some first round picks. Mouse mm-hmm. uh, Miles Garret, Miles Garrett. Garret. Ooh, Dends he's real Ward. good. They've got a chance to stay in games, but they've got to get it up.
1: That division's so beat. bad, though. I still think they win it. It's going to be them and the Ravens. I mean, you know, I mean, they've and already and they've throw already, and they've already beat the Ravens once. Yeah. So, I mean, that, who gets it together quicker? Eight and eight could win that division. Oh yeah, eight and eight could win that. And division.
0: the Bengals are zero and five. You know, yeah. man, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll say this: if you accidentally drew the Bengals out of that hat, I just oh. wouldn't root. I'm <laughs> redraft. Yeah, what garbage <laughs> they are. But
0: no, they're they're you know <laughs> it's I, I'm interested to see how this NFL season shakes out, man, because. What I hope, what I don't want to happen, because it's slowly starting to turn into college football where you're going to see the Pats, you're going to see the Chiefs, you're going to see the Saints, you're going to see the Rams. So I really like what the Niners are doing. I, like I, I want to see the Niners get up in the mix of
1: Another that. surprising team before we move along to talk a little college football, and I bagged on them hard, Colts. Dude. Jacoby Brissett. Dude. I mean, he was leading the NFL in touchdown passes yeah. until last Sunday. Been more than a game man. And manager. I talk trash. So Marlon much trash. like Mack is
0: going off. He
1: is good. And I keep Beat wondering when one of these teams who has no quarterback is go- was going to call Chad Kelly. Nobody did. No. I mean, the Jets would rather play Luke. We were F- both wrong on that. The, well, they may be wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we, in <laughs> other we, words, we, we, we thought Chad we thought Kelly they, was going, you know. Yes, we thought they should have called him. They didn't. But if I was the Jets, I would be playing him before Luke Falk. Oh, yeah. I mean, no no. You make right? it a stole.
0: I mean, you weren't going to beat the Pats, but you make it a stole a win from somebody but then, else.
1: But then again, some of these teams might be trying to lose. I mean, and for, for instance, There's if you're, some good players if, if you're the Dolphins and you think you're going to lose every game, why put somebody like Chad Kelly in the game that might actually steal a win? You know? That's a
0: really, really great point. And then you miss out on the – and not even yeah, you know, sweepstakes of whoever. Takes this is a good draft up. this yeah. year,
1: and maybe not even Chad Kelly. But there's, I mean, there's there's another quarterback in the league that is better than Luke
0: McCown's been playing for twenty five years and has never been a starter. Yeah, it's like that. It's like he's treated like a kicker. He's sitting on his couch till week five. Somebody gets hurt, it's like Luke, you want to. Come get us to week eleven. Yeah, I mean, around looks head. like like the Jets and Josh McCown I mean, for that matter.
1: I know, I know, he's probably too hurt and too banged up, damaged goods. But I'd rather have RG three play than Luke Falk. Me too. I mean, just throwing we that. They sell there. some tickets. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, interesting to see how the NFL is going to play out.
0: Going to be a lot of going to be a lot of meteor ochre. There's always a surprise. This has been late. a good.
1: This has been a good bounce back year for the NFL. I think. Uh, really, I do too. The past controversies so. have kind of been swept under the road yep. and they're gone. It's really all about football.
0: Good to see the Packers. Uh, back at 4-1. and one. They are. I'm glad to see Detroit yeah. doing well. That's a tough division. Yeah. Bears, Vikings, Packers, Lions, all are in good shape to have a chance to win that
1: division. And Detroit's so. got some bad things going on. they got manhole sewer covers burning people. Have you heard about that? No. 20 people in Detroit have walked over sewer or manhole covers. And, and, it, fell, and it dropped? No. Steam come up and would burn them, like up through their pant legs. So one child has third-degree burns on his inner thighs and genitalia from steam coming up from a manhole walking across the street. So anyway, <laughs> get you get you stuff together, Detroit. I'm serious.
0: Now all, everybody in the three one three, put your hands up and follow me to the city council. For yeah, sure,
1: all your news ain't been good news, other than you football teams. Mm. So anyway, but man, man, yeah, but anyway, you, NFL football's good, but <sighs> things. It's kind of like a tale of two cities right now in college football in the state. I am just being real, like I, I mean, Be very real. Similar records. But what happened a few years ago in Oxford is now happening in Starkville. And what happened a few years ago in Starkville is now happening in Oxford. Correct. Oh, my, how the tables have turned. How the turntables. How the turntables have turned. Allow myself to introduce <laughs> myself. But what I mean is, man, we're all excited in Oxford. We've got the freshman of the week. we got Rich Roddy, Coach McIntyre. We've got good old boy Coach Luke in there doing his thing. And we're 3-2. And, and We won an SEC game. We, we beat Vanderbilt. And, man, things are looking on the up and up. And, man, the sky's falling in Starkville. You know, and y'all are better than us. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's it's the same thing that happened. You know what I'm talking about. And I don't,
0: you know, I, I never compare it like that. I just want to make sure that the program is going in the direction that I want it to go. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do to do yeah. that other than donate money and support it. Games. I want to say this. I have, you know, I have the tendency, just like every fan, to get a little bit brash right after a game that, like the Auburn game. The state's been on a bye week, and I've had some time to collect on it. I really like the way that Moorhead has responded to the media this past week. I agree. He, you know, and he even had a quote that was pretty, pretty brazen yesterday. uh, Was asked in his press conference, you know, what you know the outside is, you know, really saying that you guys are going in the wrong direction. And his quote verbatim was, "We can't. We've got to worry about what we do, how we're doing it, and we're doing it the right way at Mississippi State. We don't care." What Joe from Boga Chitta's opinion is Ooh, on our man, football
1: team. You watch out, then Boga so Chitta let, folks, and I, don't play.
0: And I will say this too. He, I don't necessarily think he has to back that statement up because it actually is a true statement. It it's is. one that he can say. You know, you can say, folks, let's take let's take a step back. Let's realize what we lost last year. Mm-hmm. Let's let the man get his guys in, which I'm as impatient as a human being as any. And I think the main reason for that, as I've talked to about this several times, is what they had last year. Nothing amounted from it. I'm willing to give him a pass on this to get his guys in, get his system st- installed. But by year three, I yeah. want this thing looking like Trace McSorley and Saquon Barkley. Putting For sure. up 58 points a
1: game. For sure. And 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 I really hope our listeners understand my sarcasm when I was talking about the highs and lows. Oh, of Oh, yeah. Series because, I mean, I was really just kind of speaking from generalities because I also agree with McKinley. I think Mississippi State is a pretty good football program. Yeah. Now, Bad timing for Coach Moorhead, and what I mean by this is he took over a team last year with a top one or two defense in the country, capable offense with a returning senior quarterback, fifth-year senior maybe. Yeah. However, it was his first year coaching and taking over from the greatest coach in the history of the school who'd been there a while in Dan Mullen. There's always going to be a learning curve. Now, if Dan Mullen is the coach last year, they probably win 10 or 11. I mean, it's just being real. I mean, and you know,
0: probably could have beat somebody they weren't supposed to beat. They
1: lose to Alabama, probably beat everybody else. May, maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe may so, maybe so. You know, and, and that's kind of my thinking. Um, but Coach Moorhead took over, so there was going to be some growing pains. Unfortunately, as a, as a general public and a fandom, we think, man, just insert coach here. This is a well-oiled machine. Yeah, you know it, that's not the case. Not in Starbucks. You no, and in this year. Is really more of a rebuilding year, but there were so many sour grapes from last year. And traditionally, in a coach's second year, they're better, and they're not because he lost so much. You know what I mean? It's, it's the it's the circle here. You know what and I mean? It's the, the web well of the. State, State, State fans
0: went through this. Dan Mullen had replaced Sylvester uh-huh. Cream. So, it was a little bit – it's a little bit unfair to Moorhead yeah. because of what State was coming from when Mullen came in. We just wanted to get a first down. For sure. You know, yeah. I mean, you it was – Don't be boring as and, and State played the number one strength of schedule in the country in 2009. Yeah. Went 5-7. and seven. They were one win – they were beating Georgia Tech away, and Georgia Tech was a top-10 team with Calvin Johnson. Yeah. So, they were one win away from getting a bowl game in year one and then in year two. Nine and four, mm-hmm. six defensive players drafted, beat, blew the doors off Michigan in the uh, Gator Bowl, got Rich Rod fired.
1: Yeah. And, and where he was lucky was he had Tyson Lee as his quarterback his first year, and he had a bunch of guys who were young yeah. and trying to be pretty good. There were some uh, two, three-stars, unranked kids from the state who had a lot of pride about them. Yeah. Coach Morgan came to a – I wouldn't say a full cupboard, but for about as stacked of a cupboard as you could walk into and start Yeah. And underachieved based on the public perception. Agree. Had a real good year for a first-year coach. He really did. Yeah, I mean, he really did. Um, Beat a top-ten team in Auburn. And he, he, had, he had, like I said, he lost a lot. You know, it's just the perfect storm. As well. uh, I, mean, really I, was. I agree with you. The end of next year is the, the litmus litmus test. That's, you know that's I mean?
0: when it's, okay, man, you've lost all of Mullins' upperclassmen. Mm-hmm. The guys that are playing are your sophomores and
1: juniors. Mm-hmm. What have you done now? Yeah, Garrett Schrader being his really his – True sophomore season. True sophomore season. And he's going to be a good one. So, that's, that is. was the other reason. He, he was wore like, you know George what? to the press conference the other day. I loved it. Man, it was so good.
0: I loved it. Hey, that kid's is, you know, he doesn't have uh, Twitter. He doesn't do social media. And, you know, we spoke about this, and I want to parlay this. Because he's really from Randolph.
1: He's lying. He's from Randolph. Straight up, Highway 9 South. <laughs> he, dri- he drives
0: a buggy to
1: he, has, <laughs> oh, he, he Mike Gregory has worked on his radiator. I am certain of it.
0: For sure, his neighbor's radiator because he's got a bu- yeah, he's got a yeah, horse. Yeah, has,
1: Mike has hot walked and shoot his horse. <laughs> I think the proper term is shod. shod. He shot his horse. <laughs> anyway, but I mean, I, I really do like. I mean, I, I I like Coach Moorhead. Um, I think he's a little too nice sometimes. I mean, and he I th- I, th- I think that's gotten him in trouble with the media. I like the little bit of the gruff demeanor he had. Yeah, sometimes you got to look your own fan base in the face and say, "Shut up." Yeah. If you – I have actually heard an old coach one time, basketball court, last name of Baldwin, first name David, oh, yeah. turn around and look at somebody in the stands and say, hey, you got a college degree? No? Shut up. He asked another time, hey, you got a college degree? Yeah, I got a college degree. Do me a favor. Go to the county office submit an application. They hire you, you and have my job.
0: I know another guy that did that <laughs> a little close to our hearts that uh, came to a – and we're not going to mention his name – but came to a uh, booster club meeting after a couple of string of losses in a row, mm-hmm. and I think he finished 29-6 and six that year. But lost two or three in a row and uh, had the Booster Club meeting and the parents came. He invited them, walked in, and put a stack of applications on a on a lunch table and walked out.
1: Who was that? Oh, I don't know if I want to mention it. <laughs> we won't mention that. <laughs> we won't mention it, but he knows. If he listens, he knows. I wanted to make McKinley cringe across the way, but anyway, that was a good one. He'll, no, he'll,
0: he'll slip my tires. He will.
1: <laughs> for sure, for sure. He might call in sometime. But, uh, but no, I think things in Oxford to move along a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah. I think things in Oxford are okay, but... You know, you're only as good as your next week. I mean, right now we're riding high. Um, we got A&M in two weeks. Missouri this, Missouri week. this week. Missouri this week. Yeah. You know, um, I think there's going to be some points scored. Yeah. But it's hard to win there. I mean, even yeah. when we've been pretty good, we've had tough times with Missouri. I watched Chase Daniel put up <sighs> a billion points in sweltering heat. They won Oxford the SEC's two years in a row. Yeah. In their their mean, first two years yeah, in the conference. Yeah. I mean, they're they're really good. I look for Missouri to win a close game. But I do like the fact that, like, 82% of Ole Miss's yards from scrimmage have come from freshmen this year. I and mean, I think I, if I think you're Ole Miss,
0: you go into this game with the same mentality you went into Alabama. I thought their approach to the Alabama game was perfect. We're probably going to be, get beat. But, guys, let's let's line up for 60 minutes see what happens. Not that they were ever in the Alabama game. Everybody knew Bama was going to win. But this is a week that's a little bit different because there's not exactly – that much better a player lining up across from Ole Miss's guys. And you never know. You get in in the great words of Mike Gregory, you never know. Never know. And, uh, you know, you get into a halftime game, 21-17, this is not a game. I guarantee you this is a game that Missouri is overlooking. It is. I really think it, And it's a 12-point spread. Oddly enough. Give me the Rebels plus 12. Really like the Rebels this week. Mm -hmm. I think they're doing things the right way.
1: I think man I'm just going I think, to I think there's a nice bet on that money line. I think it's a very good value. I think there's good value on the money line, but we'll just say this. Uh I like what they've got going on and uh it's trending upward. Um like we said, if you're freshman and your seniors are equal play the freshman. That's just the way it Can is. Can I
0: say sure? this yeah. too about a certain freshman? I think John Rice Plumley has got a chance to be the most heralded Statistically beloved by the fan base, quarterback since Eli Manning,
1: he'll be the he'll be the most beloved quarterback, not named Manning by yep. the time he's a homegrown kid. Yep, a little undersized, uh,
0: heart of gold mm-hmm. and heart of a line. Yeah, he he
1: fits the bill that a lot of Ole Miss fans root for. You know what and I mean? And
0: they've been wanting a guy like this because you know I, I say this too.
1: States had several of these guys oh, recently. Yeah. You know, I mean, some oh, homegrownish dad, guys or dad. Well, he wasn't homegrown, but he was but he, be, but he was that grown. Yeah, I mean, he became he was a strong guy. Mr. Stark Yeah.
0: Uh, but, no, John, man, i, I got to say this. Ole Miss has been so used, and I'm really proud of Matt Luke for this, because he didn't have to recruit that kid. No. That kid had committed to Georgia yeah. to play baseball and football. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to try to get in that battle, but he did, and he won him. It says a lot that you're willing to go get a freshman quarterback, and he did this with Corral last year, too, in a cycle over the past ten years of nothing but transfers since mm-hmm. he Think about that. You know, you had Masoli, Schaefer. Spur- Spurlock was the
1: only coach, I mean, the only quarterback that was there. Like you had the Spurlock Robert Lane years. Yeah. But after that, it was transfer central every single year. Yep. You know, so like uh, Mackey a- Randall Mackie. Yeah, Randall Mackie. Mm-hmm. East Mississippi was sending them to us.
0: But, but man, that was you know, it's it's interesting to you know, I, I'm I'm glad for Ole Miss fans that they've got a guy that said, like, man, that guy's our guy.
1: I really question the uh, schedule strength that goes on at the colleges of Sequoias because when they send us Brent Schaefer. I was upset. <laughs> and that
0: that was before Ed Orgeron kind of got his head screwed on straight. Yeah, for sure. Right, now if he could get Ed Orgeron now, I think he'd be like, yeah, I probably wouldn't recruit that kid. Much less name him the started before he's even been on gas. Yeah, I don't it's, think he took a visit. Hitch
1: my wagon to that guy. I think he
0: signed a letter of intent his first practice. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I intended uh, to root for him harder than I did after he really sucked. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, moving along uh, from football to another big sport currently in season, Baseball playoffs, full swing. However, it's the best of times and also the worst of times. One this. team didn't swing it too well. They did not swing it. The Bravos took it on the chin in game five tonight. They did. They really did. Bats just didn't come alive and they blew the big game the other night. They would have been it should have been over in four, right?
0: Yeah, it should have. And you know, they, they blew a lead, blew a three one lead in, in game in, in the night one. Yeah. And you know, we've talked about this a little bit throughout baseball season. The bullpen was going to be the Achilles' heel, and yeah. it's not necessarily those guys' fault. They just hadn't played; in play- they hadn't pitched in playoff baseball games, man. And the ones that have are a little older, have lost a little zip on their fastball, lost their secondary stuff. Mark Melanson, you know, he's he's seen his better years already.
1: Yeah. He was good with the Giants,
0: yeah, and Pirates too. I mean, you know, yeah. he's a forty save yeah. guy several years, but you know, they're relying on guys that were starters throughout the year to come in and get outs as finishers, and, st- and it just you know. It was kind of a writing on the wall, and it's so tough to beat a Cardinals team that's been there so many times.
1: And they're managed much better this year with Schilt. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah.
0: And I need to say this though, the Braves are still ahead of schedule.
1: Yeah, they're they're one year ahead. They're one year ahead of schedule. Um, twenty
0: twenty was supposed to be the year that they break out. Now, now that they've already gotten their nose bloodied a little bit in the first two years of the of the resurgence. You go out and you find a big-time arm that's going into free agency, somebody like a Garrett Cole, may win him a World Series this year, looking to sign a new contract. you got an entirely different – because this lineup, Brian Mm – has got a chance to be good for several years. Need and to re-sign for long-term need, need to re-sign
1: Josh Donaldson. He's, yes. he's the only really uh, he's lingering... A veteran clubhouse he, He's the only lingering contract out there, right? Yes. He was on a one-year deal. Um,
0: and Mar- Markakis too. and, and he, Mark too.
1: He may retire. I think you probably replace him with somebody yeah. within the system. Yeah, you can. You know, I mean, you got, I, farm system's good. Yeah, farm system's good. They didn't mortgage that in the past few years. No. Um, you know, everybody kind of griped about him not signing Campbell That yeah, would have been a bad signing in hindsight. Yeah, it worked but, out good. Wouldn't have helped him here. Um, a thing that pops into my head, and I was talking to some Braves fans of, that are in my friend's group. I just don't trust a pitching staff that's got Julio Taharan as a two or three. I know. And I never have. He never panned out to being what he's supposed to be. Now, my, my, my thing to you, and this is going forward, I know he thinks he's a starter, and Braves probably do too. I think he's a bullpen guy. I think he could work into that.
0: I need to say this about Julio. Julio, and I, I'm, I'm proud for him. Because during the lean years, he was the guy, the big farm prospect mm-hmm. that everybody he got heralded and got, got hyped up to be something that he didn't become.
1: He never panned out.
0: But I'll say this he was a guy that threw you 200 innings every year. Mm-hmm. He got you through a lot of lean years without having to make a he big did. move when you're 20 games under 500. Uh, big shout out to him for, mm-hmm. for going through that and finally getting to a team that was consistently good. A really be good. good organization
1: guy. Yep. You never hear a peep out of him. That no. being said, I think the only way for you to get to where you need to get and you gotta uh, you gotta get better over yep. him. He's either gotta be pushed down to that five spot. Yeah, he's gotta be long relief guy, something. I just don't think he's got it in the can he anymore. Doesn't. Uh but I, I uh Soroka, Fulty, Keichel rotation with those three, if you could add one more at the top end to give you a true one. Get get a one. That's the thing that the Braves lack this year and last year if you get the a bullpen one, is getting a If one. you get a one okay. and somebody at the back end of the bullpen that's pretty good. Man, I think you're destined for great things.
0: I actually do expect the Braves to spend some money this year. I do too. They did. I think during they're going to the get a couple of middle. They did during the season for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. I think they re signed the guys they need to sign. They've already yep. signed the youngsters, which is huge. The yep. Albies, uh, Acuna. Uh, they really spent it with Acuna. Oh, yeah. But I mean, they, you know, these, these guys are going to be cornerstones for years. You've got an offense to build around. Get you a couple arms.
1: Freddie being See banged up happens. at the end of the year hurt. It he really, really hurt. He, he was having hit. an MVP-type season he was, for sure. He was. I like guys like Ozzie Albies. I do, too. I think he's going to be good going forward. Yes. But, um. You know, our, our predictions are still kind of true, right? We had – you said Yankees I, and Dodgers. And I had uh, Astros-Dodgers. Mm-hmm. So – They're all going – the Yankees already moved moved through, and I guess the other two are in game five, right?
0: Yankees and Cardinals are through, and the Dodgers and Nationals are playing right now. Dodgers up on the Nationals in game five, three to nothing. Astros and Rays tied 2-2. I didn't see that one coming. I didn't either. Let me say this about the Rays. They've got some guys that have got – they're stuff guys, what baseball people call stuff guys. And and I've been seeing a lot of major leaguers retweet stuff like this from pitching ninja, Rob Friedman, he always, you know, pitches mm-hmm. yeah. pitch sequences and he shows you you wanna know for those of you that watch it on your couch mm. and say how did he why did he swing at that? Uh-huh. You watch a, a 98 mile an hour two seamer wind up on your right knee.
1: I saw something great, and then
0: see a 92 mile an hour slider wind up in the other batter's box. Did you That's see the wind.
1: same thing I saw the other day where they showed three of Garrett Cole's pitches at one time? Dude, you saw it. Dude. It was like the the slider, the two seamer, and something else. And they it all looked oh, like he goodness. threw a
0: three headed snake because the, the pitches went in three different directions, all above 90 miles. Do you, you mile.
1: remember the game on Nintendo when we were younger called Baseball Simulator 2000? I sure do. Where you could throw a ball <laughs> and it would break into three pieces and then come back together. <laughs> it, yeah, That's, yeah, what to one, That's what he threw. threw three through yeah but i'm excited about baseball it's the best time of year for that oh I mean, yeah uh, man
0: get the, to a tv because yeah, some I mean, of these next series you get up into a yankees astros series yes. potentially uh assuming the dodgers hold on dodgers cardinals age old series from way back in the day huge
1: there will be a playoff record set for home runs hit in a series in the yankees astros series because I mean, uh, they between houston and the crawford boxes and yeah. that the atmosphere, and, and then the on top sh- of that, too, you know, this is not a five game Stadium. series
0: starting next week. You're going to seven, so you're going to have to yeah. use your three and four. The three and four for the Yankees are not exactly what the three and four for the Astros have, but one through nine, <laughs> you miss with the Yankees, it's getting hit. Look
1: for the Yankees Hard. to get creative with openers in the second round. Agree that the, the CC was left off the first round roster. Yeah, in a second round seven game series, a guy like him will have to be back. You would Agree. think if he's and also him not pitching right now. Might buy him seven, eight innings over, over two games in the in the, in the the playoffs. But, yeah, looking forward to the playoffs going on. Um, Absolutely. It's going to be really good. Uh, so I guess something else that's starting up that we need to touch on, the National Basketball Association is upon us. Basket- the NBA. Basketball. Basketball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was Greg Carter's ringtone. I had to observe him in college. Mm-hmm. And I, just for like a PE class, I had to go by there. He's like, you just need me to sign something? I was like, you care if I kind of watch practice for a second? This when they had Jarvis Hill. Yeah. Sound with Southern Miss. Yeah. I walked in the gym. He threw one off the wall behind the goal, caught it off the brick, one-handed and tomahawked it. I was like, you care if I stick around a minute? And he was like, let me just sign it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll get out of here hair." But his phone went off. It's and, and I was like, this guy's got it figured out.
1: Curtis Blow. Correct. Yep. Uh, old Curtis Blow. But NBA. It's a big time. It's Man, There, I don't think there's any sport – that is so much better than the the college sport equivalent than NBA basketball from a, from, a, from yeah. a scheme and talent perspective. Yes, by wholeheartedly. But, but, yeah, but now, now, I'm not talking about the product on the floor because college basketball is amazing to watch. But I mean, right. like, I don't think the NFL is that much better from a talent standpoint right. than college because well, more players make it. Right. Don't? Right. Yeah. You know, so so saying, you but, recognize them but, more. But right I than. think the, the NBA those players are far and away better than. Anything oh, yeah. on the planet. The best athletes on the planet playing the NBA. Which leads Agreed. me which leads me to this. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be a lot of fun this year. Ooh, because they have two of the best athletes on the planet playing on their team. John Morant and Jaron Jackson, Jackson Jr. Yeah. Those two guys are awesome.
0: Memphis, get around these kids. Because they
1: are kids. And the cool <laughs> thing is Memphis has them on that first rookie contract. So that pretty much gets them to two contracts. You know what I mean? So you're looking at about... Eight to ten years of this two-man nucleus that's yeah. going to go – man, it's going to be exciting. They're going to have more national games than they've ever had on television just And there's going to the be brand. some
0: guys, maybe not this year, maybe next year, but it's going to happen. There's going to be a guy that's playing on a middle-of-the-road team in the West that's probably not going to make the playoffs or going to be an eight seed that's going to want to go join this team yeah. that's a 15 to 16 point, maybe like a 3 a yeah. good 3 and i can i mean there's like a Drew holiday back in the day exactly yeah and and, and or it's an old Tyreek Evans, yeah
1: absolutely uh, they're going to be fun um these two are going to make the grizzlies marketable and they're going to be one of those teams that people root for as their second team you know what i mean Agreed. like oh man i like the Grizz-. like a few I like years like they're doing yeah like the, what the grizzlies did a few years ago when they were uh-huh. good with zebo and like man if you weren't rooting for your team you like the, the, the grizzlies, grizzlies so yes. and that's what's fixing to be here because uh, John morant man he's got a million dollar smile and he has a he can see the floor, light years beyond what a point guard should be able to. Do. And it's he is what the Magic
0: thought that Alfred Payton was going to be.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Smaller school guy, but, but, but he, he is he's, he's, like, he's yeah. it. The other night in his first game, he uh, he first bucket of the game, he took somebody and scored it. Uh, next play, he threw it away. And then the third play of the game, he caught a backdoor pass for a thunder dunk. You and know he's I mean? going to have
0: some games like that where he has 11 dimes and nine turnovers. But
1: he's also going to have games, like you say, where he's on Center 10 times in that game. <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, he ate R.J. Hampton alive <laughs> last night. R.J. Hampton's the kid who went from a uh, high school ball to play for the New Zealand Breakers. Yeah. Didn't want to go to college. He's supposed to be next year's top five pick. And John Morant treated him like he was... Child. Uh, yes, literally an 18 year old kid, a senior in high school. So we yeah. treat him like, but Grizz is going to be fun. Uh, Lakers are going to be really good again. You know, I predicted last year that I thought they would win it this year. I want to know. They're going to be good.
0: Because I remember the last time you and I talked about this, it was way in, in the mm-hmm. NBA offseason when the trades were happening like, and moves yeah. were making. How is the West going to be won?
1: It's going to go through, I really think it's going to go through LeBron and the Lakers. I, 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 everybody talks about the Clippers and Paul George and Kawhi. I look at that roster.
0: It's hard to compare that because I don't think either of those guys are what AD and LeBron are.
1: No, and Kuz, Kyle Kuzma's good. Like, the Lakers didn't really have to mortgage right. the farm. I just, man, I just think LeBron is focused. He got what he wants. He, did. he, he sure did. He's fixing to kick people's butts. I think say this. so. He better. He better. There's no excuse now.
0: Because I, I saw a little segment on it that SVP did last night. Not only did the, Le- you know, when they when they signed AD, it was like, all right, Lakers for real. And it was – you know, you and I talked about this, the uncertainty of what other teams were going to do, what was going to happen in Golden State, where was Westbrook going to wind up. The entire West got better. They did. So, they did. in other words, you're not going to see the Lakers go 65-17. and 17.
1: 58 wins could be the number one seed in the West.
0: Ex- that's exactly what – and, and, and 53 wins may be the eighth seed. Yeah, I, I could definitely see a
1: situation where it's – you're looking at a 58 to 46 range. I mean, like legitimately I, four and to I five think games. You're going to see
0: a ton of game sevens in the playoffs in the West, yeah. yeah, for sure.
1: In the East, you're still going through Milwaukee. Yeah, um, Boston will be good again. Boston will be good. Philly will be good. Philly will be good. The Nets won't be there this year because, of course, KD won't be ready to play. But I right. will say this: they have unveiled some really cool uniforms the other day. They were I awesome. Saw they look like the street graffiti, man. <laughs> they were really cool. I want a T-shirt. He's for
0: been sure. catching some heat from Knicks fans, but you know what? I love. I kind of love how he's handled it. He said, like, "You know what?"
1: I don't care. Do you know who has zero leg to stand on in any way, shape, or form? Knicks fans. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> they hadn't been good since the Clinton administration. mean, John Stark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They made the 1998-99 Oakland. finals with Grandmama with Larry Johnson, in mm-hmm. the strike shortened year. Yeah. And then they got beat by probably the worst winning team in the history of the first Spurs team. So, oh, I mean, gosh. that was the most boring season of all time. No but, kidding. But anyway, NBA's going to be fun. So um, much fun. And here's the thing about the NBA. there is It's 82 games long for the regular season. And if you root for a team, and it's kind of like baseball, and you put the league pass on. There's always something to watch. Always, and it's it's fun because you can listen to those commentators. They're always saying something insightful. Basketball is different than a lot of other sports. When a team's getting throttled or there's downtime, the conversation is still usually it's interesting.
0: really like Hubie Brooks is really good. Those guys, Hubie the, Brown, Hubie Brown, yeah. yeah. And uh, who, uh, what's the – one of the brothers, uh, Ben Gundy. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're good, They man. give s- – and, and TNT guys, dude. And that's I, what I was jacked about. They have the, the best pregame the, shows, uh, yeah. The YouTube TV. I got TNT, but I also got FSN South, which airs oh, – The Grizz games. 75% of the Grizz yeah. games. So I'm jacked about and,
1: that. And, of course, the TNT group with uh, Ernie Johnson, Kenny, Chuck, and oh, Shaq. And Str- it,
0: it, that's the most fun – Pre-game show in all of sports.
1: It's kind of people. People like to compare that uh, pre-game show to the the scoreboard show. I've heard. I've heard, I've heard the heard same
0: that. from several outlets.
1: <laughs> Ernie, you're like a knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> such a good, such a good show though. But uh, I'm excited about the NBA. But uh, there is a little bit of controversy about the NBA right now. Yeah, and, we, and we'll blow through it. And here's the deal. I got to preface this next segment. Everything we do in the United States is run through the censorship of China. So I know Correct. we. For Man, for about like the 1.5 billion What's Happening Pod fans in China. I don't want to discourage you. Speaking to all of you. Yeah, we're we're speaking to all of you here. (laughs) Okay, all the billions of folks in China. We also don't want you to censor us here and get us off your airways when we talk about this. But don't be offended about what the NBA, uh, what Daryl Morey said. Uh, I think he made an anti-communist comment, tweet about China. And then the NBA totally left him out to dry. Uh, They they played dumb. Like, oh, we don't know what you're talking about here. They have a one point three billion dollar relationship with China. So they're they're they fueled by the pocketbook. Thanks, Yao. Yeah, thanks Yao. <laughs> yeah, Man, guy. he was so good, too. His body was crippled, but he was a was really— was
0: my favorite player in the NBA when he played. He was
1: such a skilled big man and such a gentle giant, too. Oh. I really liked him. He loved his country so much, he broke his body down playing hundreds of games for them. That he
0: probably should have never played. Should have never
1: played. He could have played five more years in the NBA had he not— He also was in the Army, by the way. Oh, yeah. But uh, China, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to speak to the politics of it, but they don't have a lot of— uh, personal rights there. You know, everything they do is kind of censored and monitored. So the NBA um, is no longer, their websites are being censored. They're not going to show their games in China, uh, supposedly. And they had two exhibition games actually in the country of China, and they didn't show them on their biggest. It would be like not showing them on ESPN. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So anyway, you have guys like Steve Kerr and those guys acting like, oh, I don't read the paper. I don't know enough to comment on it.
0: Really, really intriguing Mm -hmm that you don't know enough to comment on, but you comment on everything else, kind of changes when it affects your wallet. A
1: Steve Kerr's bit. the most woke human being I've seen in sports. He I'm, can think of a coach, but he's yeah. – he's, 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 he, You he, know,
0: and you kind of – I've always kind of wondered on his end, is he doing that so his players will think he's just on their level and cool? Right. Or is he doing it just so that the camera's in front
1: of And them this guys. is all fueled by ESPN and Disney, right? 100%. I mean, 100%. ESPN's acting like it doesn't really happen. This is a huge deal. Huge. They're talking about it on the Paul Gallo show. Paul Gallo doesn't know who John Moran is. Ain't
0: got a clue.
1: But I'll say this. Uh, they Adam Silver kind of backtracked a little bit today and, yeah. kind, of, and, and, and kind of took a little bit of Daryl Morey's side. But I'm not going to talk politics, but I'll say this. They took the All-Star game out of Charlotte because of a bathroom issue. Not even going to talk about that. That's not a big deal. But it was a political issue that they felt strongly enough within our own borders to punish a city that already has an NBA team by taking away an All-Star game. But they are cowing down to a country (laughs) who oppresses their people and believes in communism. Enough said. I just want to say that get with it, NBA.
0: I'm not to the point. To where, because like if LeBron James was sitting in here with us right now, he'd probably knock my teeth out. Yeah, I'm not to the point to where I'm thinking, y'all just shut up and dribble. Mm -mm. But at the same time, the same thing you said about 20 minutes ago, Mm -hmm. the reason the NFL is back to peak viewership is because there's not all the extra crap. People do not watch sports
1: for the extracurriculars. Mm -hmm. They watch. Sports because it's sports. My friend Jerry Vandegrift made a great, great comment about this. He said, "Man, I really respect people's opinions as long as they're consistent with them." Agree. You can't blow the trumpet on uh, personal rights right. and in all these things and barbershop talk and do all these things that the and NBA players have done. Defend you, and then all of a sudden, We talk about 1.5 million oppressed people who have no rights and are a communist regime, and all of a sudden you won't talk about it. Yeah. yeah, come on now, come on now, yeah. stop, come on now. The, the, look, look, you can't speak out of both sides. And you, since, face. you
0: know, and the, we we live in a day and age now where athletes represent more than just their sport. At what point, And I, I really, I don't want to say I feel completely bad for, for for professional athletes because I do know that there's hardship in it. There's stuff they've got to do every day, all day, sign an autograph. You I mean you name it, they're busy from the time they wake up to the time they go to bed. But at the same time. I'm not going to watch NBC News to get my sports. I'm not going to watch ESPN to get my news.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I I'm okay with them trumpeting social causes. Use your platform. Yeah. Use your platform. Do it, man. But you do vote. it for the right reasons. And do it consistently. Yes. Do it consistently. That's what I'm getting at. Don't pick, don't pick and choose factions of people to promote. Take care of all the oppressed And
0: this is not And th- we're not I don't want to sit here And bash every play in the NBA Because mm. there's a lot of good guys Man
1: there. And I think even guys like LeBron and him are good, are good guys But they're inconsistent I mean the taco, It's a pick and choose Let's, this, 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 let's talk about let's, uh, let's don't talk bad about Certain groups of people But let's mock Other groups of people With Taco Tuesday And bad impressions Of their dialect Like It's Yeah Anyway That's but, not your lane It's not your lane But we don't want to talk politics But I just want to get onto the NBA a little bit Shame on you Shame on on you. no the NBA oh shame <laughs> on you never shame on you you're good man you got all the good boys on the couch over yeah but anyway shame on the NBA but yeah all right well enough sports for right now uh there's some big things going on in the area this weekend that we gotta talk about
0: one you just mentioned and I don't even know if you meant to segue it. what was you it? said taco Tuesday
1: that was what I was kind of getting I, at. I knew it I know you too well by now Brian a week from Thursday Tomorrow. O- October the 17th there's a big old opening. In Tupelo. Pizza versus taco from our guy Adam Morgan, the owner and the founder of Blue Canoe. Opened up a really cool spot um, in the No Glow District, North Gloucester. No Glow. I'm making teas For sure. Because I'm too close. I want to do, like, uh, coming to America. Just to let your No Glow. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want. One of those old school ones. But, yeah. (laughs) Adam Morgan with a jerry curl on my No Glow shirt. But, anyway. (laughs) Maybe Mitch. But, um. You know, t- Mitch dressed as Billy Idol one year for Halloween, and every time <laughs> I see him a blonde hair, I think hair, I think of the wedding singer. where That guy says, "You don't talk to Billy Idol that way." <laughs> that's that's but a good pizza versus taco is going to be man. It's going to, uh, it's, it's going to be. I hate to say revolutionary, but it's going to be revolutionary the, for this area.
0: Well, let me say this. This Great is concept. remotely revolutionary anywhere. This place belongs in Nashville. This is a food concept mm-hmm. that nobody, that I can think of, I haven't Googled, done research, but I've never heard of a place that has pitted two beloved junk foods that Americans love against each other.
1: Americans love two international foods so much. So, so much. <laughs> but think about it, man. What When people... like. You ask them sometimes, man, what's one food you couldn't get rid of? 90% of the people say, I'd eat pizza. Yeah. And then the other 10% of the people that don't say pizza say, I'd eat tacos. Yeah. And then they go, well, I'd would, I would rather have pizza. To-. I mean, like, you can't really choose. No. You know I mean?
0: If you ask me right now, you and I are
1: both starving. We're both doing well. I would choose pizza 90% of the time, but there's I sometimes know, there's right? sometimes I crave a taco. But let me say this, I'm so too. basic, though. I'm You know me. But,
0: but look, though, man, because you and I have shared a lot of both of these. Mm-hmm. And... There's times where you may be in the mood for pizza Mm -hmm. and I was in the mood for a taco, but you just talked me into a pizza or I may be in the mood for enchiladas. You're just talking
1: me into a taco pizza.
0: (laughs) So that's what this place is going to offer. And folks, if you haven't done this yet, check out their Instagram. It's a simple tag pizza versus taco. I want you to look at some of the descriptions, some of the stuff that, that Adam has got on this menu. I want, All of it, Mm
1: -hmm. Brian. I saw. Give me all the
0: smoke, pastrami taco, and then I didn't know this. I didn't even know this was a style. The look on your face right now. Mm. (laughs) Um, They they're doing Detroit style pizza. I've never heard of Detroit style pizza in my life, but looking from the pictures, it looks like a rich man's Little Caesars, like handmade. It's in squares, mm-hmm. and uh, dude, they Oh, the one. old square
1: little piece, the little like, Caesar pizza. It yeah. It comes in a square, and yeah, yeah they yeah. cut it four yeah. ways, so it's like four slices. Thinner pieces? Thick, oh, well, thicker. Thin,
0: thin crust, but like, I can't, I, I want you to look at the pictures, too, because it, some of them are like offering like really thin, but the one, I saw one today, this morning, lasagna
1: pizza. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And For the love of God, Adam. <laughs> <Just>,
0: dude, <laughs> we're trying to lose <laughs>
1: weight. God.
0: And then Just I saw inject another it straight one straight into
1: my veins.
0: The, the, the oh, <laughs> man. man the uh the the play on words they're using for these two are so cool. Mm-hmm. I saw one of the tacos. It's you know their hand what, uh, you call it kneading. I guess they the do that. They grind masa Their own, tortillas. Their own, their the, own masa tortillas, dude. Yeah. Uh, the McCormick, and I'm sitting here thinking, why would that? that don't I don't know a guy named McCormick. When your mom used to make tacos, McCormick she used season. McCormick mm-hmm. taco seasoning. So they did it, dude. Folks. Blood displaced. They got a really
1: cool uh, artistic mural on the wall, I dry, dude. Th- th- that awesome is the, it.
0: Looks if you're into graffiti, like if you see on trains, if you're stopping a train, not the ones that get caught, but the ones that actually finish a full panel right. of the side of a train. That's what the side of the building
1: looks. Yeah. like. Yeah, it reminds me of a mural I would see in Denver, Colorado. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Something really cool like that. Shout out to Adam. I'm, dude, I'm so, so cool. I'm, I'm, He's man. He's 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 one of the coolest guys. He's so generous. Every time I see him at the canoe, uh, he's opened up his doors to us to host a podcast there. With Frasco, I mean, he's going to kill it. I would expect no less than this to be an absolute grand slam. Home run. Yeah. No doubt. Family-friendly place. Yes. Communal tables, real long tables, look like an old uh, – So you may sit by somebody
0: you don't know, yeah, but that's the idea. Or you just take, thir- man,
1: take 30 folks in there you do know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and really set it on Yeah, it mind. looks like it's going to sure. be the
1: most awesome place to take a team. Oh, You know gosh. what I mean? It's in the perfect location, man. Dude. I'm really I'm really proud of and
0: it. And I'm going to say this yeah. too, Brian. It's, it's, it's something we've harped on, and I'm standing by it. Until I've taken my last breath, Tupelo, Mississippi is now Food Town USA. It is. There is nothing that you can't get right here in this town.
1: There's a little slogan for you Pound for Pound, the US's best food town.
0: Drop your mic. Boo! Boo! <laughs> <laughs>
1: but no man i'll put I, that on the sign by the tva city <laughs> I'll, we'll get a graffiti artist one of those trained graffiti artists to go up there and paint that on the wall yeah I, That's did, what
0: the, uh, adam you're getting a phone call yeah. in the next 48 so, hours
1: but speaking of other things that are awesome in this town food wise mckinley and i uh! mckinley and i we had a breakfast date uh, last Saturday after the football scoreboard show, we got up uh, about uh, a little early. and If you listened to last week's podcast,
0: yeah. I made it clear to Brian that I was off on Saturday four times.
1: We met downtown, and we got <laughs> some Crave coffee, and we walked right through the wall next door to Killer Cereal. What an amazing place and concept. <laughs> Give me your thoughts, Mac.
0: Well, Brian, I, I'm going to be honest with you, because when you first said you were going, I was like, i got to try that, but I know I can't get the sugariest, you know, whatever. I got the Captain Crunch, the, the Kruger Cap-
1: Bowl. The Kruger Bowl, Kruger yeah. Kruger Bowl, Freddy Kruger.
0: And it was, uh, it was Captain Crunch, Captain Crunch Berries, and then I think Fruit Loops mm-hmm. in it. Real, real, real fruity, real crunchy. And for the first time in my life, I actually tried almond milk because I didn't want to add an extra 160 calories to a two-cup bowl of cereal. But Brian... Oh my it was everything I expected it to be and more. They put a huge I don't even want to call it a dollop. It was a like, wallop. It was a wallop of fresh uh, whipped cream and sprinkles on top of this cereal.
1: Was it whipped cream or was it marshmallow cream?
0: It may have been cream fresh. Fraiche. Creme fraiche. <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla creme fresh if you watch Food Network. <laughs> but dude, I poured that milk over it and it I mean, Ryan, there was not a there was not one bite I did not enjoy.
1: Well, I made my own bowl, which i oh dude i'm a big fan I'm got. a big fan of making my own bowls. I got fruity pebbles, which is a favorite of mine, and lucky charms, oh, which is also a favorite man. of mine, and then I got them to add an extra scoop of just marshmallows from the lucky charms. It was fantastic, and I got whole milk. <laughs> I got whole milk. And uh, I got a really good drink next door from Crave. Yeah. So it's really cool. You can go over there and order your coffee. You sit down and eat your cereal. And it's really neat. When you look up on the wall, they've got all the cereals up there. And they have really niche cereals that you wouldn't yeah. think of. Like Frankenberry and... Stuff that yeah, you uh, didn't even know they made. The them. new powdered donut rip-off. Donuts. They had That's those in what, mind. McKinley had those The in donut. Yeah. Uh, the donuts. Yeah, donuts. Oh, they, they also, I could have got that with milk. I'm, I'm actually I'm thinking about going up there Saturday. I've got a, a Fall Ball. I'm not off, but I may be off. I have a Fall Ball gathering with some friends, like, in their kids. I'm I'm gonna go up there and buy all the kids the prepackaged cereal. No, they, they they're they, six. I'm six. They had. They had. It's <laughs> <laughs> my buddy Ezra and Swayze, Kate, my and friend Mac. Jared's daughter, <laughs> Ms. Mac. They're all my buddies. My hey, I'm Brian's buddy. I just came for the free cereal. I'm here for the. For the killer cereal, but no, uh, you know, they they have prepackaged cereal up there already made into the bowls they have, so I'm gonna go buy some of those and
0: you can take it home with you.
1: That's the coolest part, man. Yeah, they got board games in there for kids, they got cartoons on the wall,
0: but so family friendly, too. I mean, Brian and I went in there, we could have got looks to guys in the 30s, nobody made fun of us. Everybody just said, Hey, welcome to killer cereal, what can we get for you? We had a great morning, it was great. I love the idea. Of having breakfast with somebody because you always grab lunch, mm-hmm. you always make plan for dinners, you never go to breakfast with somebody. Yeah. So I enjoy that. Brian and I are going to do that some more.
1: Yeah, we're definitely going to do that. And one of these days we'll have to go catch out some brunch spots in town because Tupelo is no Tupelo is becoming known for its brunch, which is kind of low key pound for pound, pound for pound the brunch spot in town. <laughs> no, but those are really good. And uh, man, we got one more big event coming up. I got two events I want to talk about. I got two events coming up. uh, Because I forgot about one. Who knows like when we'll be able to get together and do another podcast? Podcast. We do the preview every week, but our schedules sometimes conflict with being able to sit down. And we've been
0: really good. I mean, it, it, folks. If you uh, you may not know this, but those of you that know us know this. Brian and I. This is. I mean, this is one of the highlights of our week. Just Mm -hmm. getting to sit back, chew the fat with each other, and talk to to you all listening. If we didn't have the microphones, we'd be talking about the same thing.
1: Yeah, I wish. I mean, I know you all listen to us, but if we could, we'd also invite you. every The millions of y'all that listen to the podcast, we would invite y'all into the room with us. And yeah. sit down. And I'm going to
0: start building fires here in a couple of weeks. Brian shots. don't have a, a visage behind him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, th- there's two things coming up that I want to talk about. And uh, I'll mention one before the other. Uh, October 17th in Oxford at Proud Larry's, um, the Magic City Hippies. And Luthie, one of the best funk bands in the United States. Brian put me off on some Luthie Luthie's a couple weeks awesome, ago. awesome, right? Man, it's There's a guy named Christian Luthie. And uh, some and Amber Woodhouse is a fantastic sax player and vocalist herself. They're friends uh,
0: of mine from the BDJ family,
1: by the way. That's right. They're BDJ folks, just like McKinley. So we're all in the same <laughs> family. Uh, might as well be next to Ken. But they're, they're really good folks. And they're coming to Proud Larry's October 17th and playing a, a show, a co-headlining show with the Magic City Hippies. So people of Tupelo who have seen them at Blue Canoe, make sure you get over to Oxford on uh, October 17th and check that out. Uh, we're going to hang with them on the 16th and do uh, some fun stuff, uh, Blue Delta style, maybe get them finished for some pants. But for the public show, make sure you get over there on the 17th. And probably also, Larry's a cool
0: venue, probably too, cool. They got
1: good food there, too. Ooh, the they burger. Got good food. They got good food. And uh, one more thing that I would like to talk about coming up, and it's actually this Friday, October the 11th, Tupelo Chili Fest. Is going down, and it's one of the the best things that the uh, Downtown Association is able to put on every year. It's gotten bigger every year. I've been involved with it, I'm going to MC and DJ the event. you get, usually got about 20 teams, and they go out there and they cook chili all day. And at lunch, they, they sell from like uh, 10 to 12. All the yes. general public walks around and eats, and then it opens back up at 5 o'clock, and from 5 to 10, it's just a big street party. Yeah. I'll be on the ones and twos. And that's where the judging takes place. Yeah, I'll be well. on the ones and twos. They have a people's choice thing where you, people pay $10.00. They come in and try all the chilies. You can get full bowls, I think maybe, uh, for charitable causes. They sell t shirts. It's sponsored uh, by Bud Light, maybe Mitchell Distributing, something like that. So it's going to be a really good time.
0: Brady stand up. Yeah, it's
1: going to be a really good time. It's going to be a very, it's family friendly, but also stuff for adults. And uh, like I said, if you come up there and request some songs, I'll be glad to play them for you as long as it's not Old Town Road. Chili Fest is a big deal. Ben Mackalilly is the guy who always gets me in touch with that every year, sure. and uh, shout out to him for doing that. So I would like to tell the people of Tupelo, you have no excuse this week. Thursday night you got football games. Friday night you got football games. Saturday there are and
0: it's it's second Saturday. And about to say uh, second
1: Saturday uh, we the, those. the whole
0: downtown, the, the, all the shops are discounted, yeah. restaurants
1: discounted, deals going on. People kind of organize these, and this one I think might be organized by Ethan Nolan. Yes, uh, the, the King City Cycles. King City Cycles. they got a big deal going on. Uh, if my memory serves me right, rec- uh, our pal Chris Vasquez. Chris Vasquez, how do you pronounce yeah. it? I always call him Chris Vasquez. He'll be. He of the Coon tribe. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you know him. <laughs> he'll be uh, he'll be picking in and grinning down there. All the shops downtown will be having some stuff going on. Our friends at Tupelo River Coffee will be serving coffee, yeah. I think, at Farmhouse. Uh, KOK will be doing their thing. Papa Vanelli will be doing his thing, so y'all go check him out. Um, like I said, there's no excuse between mm-hmm. second Saturday football games to watch. We got tons of uh, parks. The weather is fine out here. Oh. I do not want to hear from this it has yeah. been
0: money. Yeah, dude. After the heat, we got a good little rain. It's done cooled off. We've done gotten into fall, folks. This is this is this is this is. Food town, pound for pound, good time USA
1: right here. Go rent a bike from King City Cycles. I just want to go ahead and tell you, I went downtown the other day, and I saw some people riding their bikes. Tupelo has a big biker gang, and they ride bikes every other Tuesday. Go join up with that. It's a good way to network. Absolutely. It's the second best thing other than going to a CDF meeting. That's what, I've, that's what they say. So <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, make sure you make it up to Chili Fest this week, and uh, get over to Luthy and Oxford, and support your hometown. Whatever hometown a, that there's is.
0: There's a podcast host who's got a birthday coming up, I believe.
1: Yeah. Um, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> that of the UFC Joe Rogan. Yeah, that guy. No, man, I'll be turning thirty seven on October the seventeenth. The oh, night we'll of the Luthy show. Sure to, uh, so to, we'll to to talk about that. We'll do some soon. fun. We'll do some fun stuff. And uh like I said, uh, make sure you tune in this Friday night to the scoreboard show. Um we'll let McKinley uh he's going to do his thing for the first few minutes of the show and I'm going to swoop in there after Chili Fest
0: folks if you want some cheap giggles make sure you tune in at that 9:30 hour cuz it's going to be off the rails with possibly only me yeah. on the ones and twos. We're going to have some calls though. We will. So I'm going to have some fun with those we folks. We It'll I'm be sure a lot of fun. My buddy Brian gets in the studio. I'll but be we there. We're without our but our guy Gore that again this week. He's going to Notre Dame. We're uh going to Notre Dame. Uh, and uh you know so he'll 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 be back with us. He'll be back for us.
1: But yeah, but people at Tupelo, be safe out there. Bundle up. The weather's getting cold. Go to a pumpkin patch. And uh, what do you guys think? You want to wrap us up over there? I know you got them sweet boys over there.
0: I do got some sweet boys. Jonesy looked at you a minute ago and he was like, y'all done? (laughs) He's (laughs) ready to go to real bad. (laughs) But no, uh, I did one thing I didn't mention real quick, and this is just personal to me. Yeah. Uh, high school, fall, or winter sports practice starts on Monday. I mm-hmm. oh, wanted you to talk so about So, in the, this? Et- the upcoming pods, we're going to start to be mentioning some soccer, some basketball, some college hoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun time of year. Still going to talk about football. We'll finish up the baseball playoffs, but I can't wait to get back out there with my Golden Way boys and Coach Fawcett and. Lost a lot last year with a good team, but really, really proud of the way the kids are working. Coach fawcett has been telling me I'll get to start going with him, and we'll hopefully have some stuff for y'all real, real soon on that that front. But uh, thank you guys for listening. We always appreciate it. Uh, Always happy to do the pod. Going to keep churning them out as much as we can. Uh, You can check us out on Twitter at The Hatton and Pod and on Instagram at Hatton and Pod, linked through Stitcher, Fireside. Spotify,
1: and I think rumor has it Apple's coming soon. Actually, I got an email back for them. Really? Yeah, yeah. Pending, pending. Mama, approval. we made it. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Uh, so real quick, though, I want you to tell people what's your actual Twitter handle. We don't ever talk about our personal Twitter. We handles. really don't. Yeah what's your what's your personal Twitter handle? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> go, so, with the, go with the one that actually is your. So the ones that I tweet for the yeah. the, the, the thoughts are my own. Yes, yes. Is
0: just simply at McKinley Holland.
1: <laughs> at McKinley Holland. Mine is at B D Baldwin twenty four. <laughs> Uh, and that'll be the only one I'm going to give you. But also, make sure you follow my friends at Blue Delta Jeans. I want you to, I want to give them a plug, too. They hire me and pay my bills. So. Oh, and
0: if you get a chance to go see this new machine Brian's got down there.
1: I'm really working with a new machine. It's really awesome. But anyway, we appreciate you listening. I'm going to let D- McKinley do his thing. He's the best at wrapping us up.
0: Thanks again, folks, for listening. We appreciate you. If you need to chime in to us, we'd love to hear from you on Twitter, text, email, you name it. Uh, Give us a topic. Give us something you want to hear us talk about. We will catch you next time on The Happening Pod.